0: Hi, Church, Pastor Daniel here with another Fireside Chat. And joining me today is Elder Kent. Elder Kent, say hello. Hello, (laughs) Resurrection Church. And we're here uh, in our continuing series just talking about our core values. Uh, Elder Kent, before we get started, I hear you like golf. Yes, I do like golf. Golf does not like me very well. (laughs) When did you pick up golf? How long have you been playing golf?
1: I actually didn't start golf until I was 63 years old after I retired that's about 40 years too late <laughs> uh, the good thing is I know I'll never be good so I don't get too
0: frustrated do, do you do you follow golf you know like professionally do you watch it if it's on TV or is it just a recreation uh, just
1: a recreation
0: no I I don't I actually I don't even have cable
1: anymore so I
0: can't watch golf I might so it's, it's a combination of like exercise and, and a chance to be outside and hang out with people. And
1: yeah, all. we've got a group of guys that uh, play every Thursday morning. And it's it's almost like a community group. Right. It's uh, a good bunch of guys.
0: That's awesome. Now, yeah. do you continue to play through the summer when it gets really hot here? Uh, yes and no.
1: <laughs> it Depends on how hot. Depends on
0: how hot. It got so hot last year at one point because our gym doesn't. We just have some fans. So we don't. We don't have an AC mm-hmm. or anything. It got so hot that we had to cancel the classes because we were concerned that people would pass out. Oh, wow, so it was yeah. like 113 one day. You know, we yeah. were just like, guys, I don't
1: think this is smart. Well, man. we play early. You know, it's in, not in the bad.
0: summertime, we'll be there at seven, seven thirty, and mm-hmm. try to get it done early before it gets too hot. Sounds good. All right. Here's what we're doing. Uh, We're taking a look at the opening statement in our values that the elders uh, begin working on back at the elder retreat. It says this, uh, the opening statement says our goal, this is our church goal, is to worship God and work faithfully at the things Jesus left for us to do, becoming more like him in the process. As a church, we believe that doing this together will produce the following things that we call gospel culture. Now, gospel culture is an interesting statement because we throw it around a lot. In our church, we have. We've talked about mm-hmm, it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what you know, for you, what was gospel culture, wh- why, what does it mean, I guess, for you?
1: I think for gospel culture, the thing that stood out to me the most was gentleness. Mm. Uh, that uh, during the merger there was so much anger there was so much uh resentment uh so much of wanting it my way that uh i think sometimes we forgot about the feelings of other people mm-hmm. and uh, so this uh, emphasis on gentleness uh, with gospel culture really hit me between the eyes and
0: I like that. Well, it, it's interesting, right? Because to really reflect the gospel, there are some things that Jesus did and the things that his followers did that we see in the New Testament that are all seemingly a byproduct of this this gospel, this salvation. And there's a, a really heavy emphasis on serving other people and bearing their burdens, mm-hmm. thinking less about yourself, thinking more about them, thinking how, how will this un- impact other people? as much as the gospel is about me and my relationship with jesus the implication of the gospel the culture of the gospel is actually about you it's a it's not about me mm-hmm. it's about me mm-hmm. a whole lot less and mm-hmm. about you a whole lot more mm-hmm. and that's what love is that's it's what true. love is all about it's true what why what you know you were you sat in the living room of the cabin up in the mountains, you know, back in uh, the elder retreat when we were working on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is this, this uh, goal to become better worshipers, uh, this goal to work on the things Jesus left us to do, but particularly this goal to produce gospel culture so important to the elders?
1: Well, I believe it's because we or more and more understanding that our lives need to be like Jesus. Mm. And I think that this, uh, as we discussed that uh, at that retreat, we began to understand that in so many ways we're not. (laughs) And uh, so this is something that uh, I think we want to, we wanted to, and hopefully still do, uh, just strive for yeah to be more like Him, and I think that is gospel culture.
0: It's interesting because uh, Christ likeness is a term I think that's been used for a long time, or imitating Christ, another term that's been used because it's in the Bible. Uh, but but we didn't we didn't feel like those were the right terms to, to 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 you know communicate what we were trying to communicate. We felt like gospel culture was the right term, and I was kind of thinking about why that is and. You know, I think it's always interesting. You, we were talking about golf. And, you know, there, Golf has a scoring system. It has mm-hmm. rules. It has ways to win or to have a better score. Every sport does. And, you know, if you don't know the rules, if you don't know how points are accumulated and how score is kept, you, you would not do very well at a sport no matter how skilled you are. And I, I, th- I think that, you know, one of the things about this statement about really talking through gospel culture is uh, we felt like even... You know, for our church in this season, uh, the way to communicate the actual goal, the way to communicate the the, the scorekeeping or the rules, was gospel culture. Like we 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 feel like our church really needs to understand what gospel culture is and why it's important. Uh, and and that in some sense, it's how we quote unquote win. You know, it's it, mm-hmm. it's it is the score. It uh, and if we didn't actually, it could it could lead us to doing some you know, okay things or maybe even moral things, but not necessarily Christ-like things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I I enjoy gospel culture as a term a lot because I think it encapsulates things that we would much rather ignore. It'd be much easier if you just gave me a moral list of things.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, you know, so often in the past, we have thought of uh, being Christ-like meant, as I say in my old home place, uh, don't drink, don't chew, and don't go with the girls who do. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the moralistic things that we look at to be Christ-like, rather than
0: uh, the actual the, the love within him. It's almost the absence of sin. You know, we're almost going like, boy, if we could just get rid of a couple of these sins, mm-hmm. uh, particularly the ones that are easy to see uh, and recognize, then then we'd be Christ-like, but but that ignores the fact that there's, it has to be a presence of things in order to be Christ-like. There's some things that have to exist. Love being the chief of those. And without those, you're not going to be Christ-like, even if you could remove the sin. You it's figure. more about attitude. It is. It is indeed. Uh, for you, what does it look like to live a life uh, that is producing gospel culture? What does it look like for Kent? How, how old are you, Elder Kent? Today. How old am I? Today, how old are you? I am 80 years old. Okay, you're 80 years old. What does it look like for an 80 year old believer, husband, father, uh, elder in the church to grow in gospel culture? (laughs) You're done growing, right? Uh, I'm going the other
1: direction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, What does it look like? I I think a lot of repentance mm. is. I think that's probably the basic thing. It looks like a uh, vulnerability, a uh, admission of sin and wrong. Uh, that's a hard one for me, you know, especially with my wife. Mm. Uh, that uh, I just hate going back and saying, you know what, you were right and I was wrong. Um, so yeah, I guess a lot of repentance.
0: So, I, I mean, I think the common perception from people would be like, man, you're you're 80 years old. You've walked the Lord for a long time. You're an elder in the church. Well, I mean, what do you got left to repent of? <laughs> you got to be close to perfect <laughs> by now.
1: That would be from someone who really doesn't understand what life is all about.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, even at 80, so you're telling me that even at 80, I'm still going to have – to go to my wife and tell her how much I'm wrong?
1: Oh, every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I got it. And uh, I, I've got some more bad news for you, Pastor Daniel. At 80, you still have to work on all the other
0: things as well. Uh, this is not looking
1: good. No, it's not looking Man. good. Man. All.
0: all right. Well, <laughs> well, you know, if I only have to go to admit I'm wrong once a day, that'll be a, a far decline from the number of times I have to go right now. So maybe that's a slight mm, amount. Did of I say once a day? <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, well, I love the term gospel culture. Um, I love what it has meant for me individually uh as i i look at my own life and my my walk with the lord and try to understand like what are things that i need god to do in me in order to grow in this um and then i love looking at the church particularly Mm -hmm. and and asking questions like what is it that we have to do as leaders and as the church so that this whole church grows in gospel culture
1: and uh, those are fun questions, and I think uh, we're seeing evidence of that growth in gospel culture. It, it just feels
0: so much warmer mm. now. I agree. I agree. I think. I think it is when you when you get a, a certain critical mass of people. You know, maybe it's not every person. You have you have people in all different areas of life when in a church and different. Uh, different lengths of time that they followed the Lord and different seasons. But when you get a critical mass of people that are really concerned with gospel culture, man, they're really, they really want God to produce that in them and in the church. Uh, There's a, there's a real focus on the tone of -hmm. the church and uh, people are cognizant of what their words and their actions, and sometimes even their inactions, uh, what that communicates. That's true. They're attentive to it. Mm-hmm. And they have to become more intentional about it. And the number of people have had come to me in the course of just the last season and say, and Claire, I, I've watched them do this with other people. They don't even know I'm listening. And clarify something. Hey, when I said this, I, I just want, you know, I didn't I didn't mean that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and all they're doing is saying, hey, I just want to make sure that I was I was gentle with you. I was kind with you, that you, you. You might not have perceived that the wrong way, but they cared enough to go back and clarify. Um, number of times people have come to me in the last probably 8 to 10 months to say pull me aside and just say hey i would like to encourage you or I'd like to honor you or I'd like to and and essentially they're saying hey I want to in- invest a little bit into gospel culture mm-hmm. by doing this and they're not doing it publicly not doing a big group you know or anything like that they're just just privately doing that and 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 in, the encouraging thing to me is that if that becomes a habit of the church and it's not just the sample size of what I get to see, but it's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Than you.
1: And I think I mentioned uh, once before that uh, something I've seen recently, occasionally, has been small groups of people, two, three people, just out in the congregation praying together, mm-hmm. just uh, off to the side mm-hmm. praying together. It's
0: pretty I cool. Love that pretty cool. Well, you Kent, thank you for your time and joining us and spending a little bit of time talking today. Well, you're quite welcome. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Church, we hope this was encouraging to you. We hope this edified, that it built you up. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you.